Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, welcome back to Season 4 of Pigeon Hockey, a participating member of the Hockey Podcast Network. This is Chris and today's co-host, Sam. How's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we don't claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So how goes life, Sam? It's going all right. Um, didn't have to work today and don't have to work tomorrow, so that's kind of nice. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, didn't didn't get the chance to actually watch the showcase earlier this week, but I was certainly following along hardcore and love to see great performances from all around the league, all around those West Coast teams and um, you know, the Royals picking up some important points, of course. But, uh, yeah, it's been uh, trying to follow as much sports as I can and uh, also working and, you know, taking care of life, I guess. But certainly not as crazy as as uh, going back and forth as you have. So uh, where have you been lately? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, just got back. So we're recording this on the evening of Christmas Eve after the – Late, I guess, I guess the second half football games before Sunday night football. Uh, I think it's a it's a cruel world we live in that I have to root for the Cowboys and the Patriots in the same day. Um, and the Cowboys let me down. Um, <laughs> you know, so congratulations, Dolphins fans, you're in the playoff. But uh, you know what? Got to root for the Pats tonight. Um, Three and eleven. You know. Ugh. Patriots. Yeah, I, I hate rooting for them, but the alternative isn't great either. So <laughs> I'm going to be watching that game because I don't want to see Denver progress. Uh, I know that's going to rub a lot of the listeners the wrong way, considering a lot of listeners come out of that Western base that uh, are huge Broncos fans. But uh, as a Bills fan, it's not beneficial for the Broncos uh, to win for our playoff hope. So Sorry, Denver. And I hope this age was. Hopefully, Denver got destroyed by New England and didn't destroy New England. But with the way today's been going, I'm not holding my breath. And it's also the 3 and 11 Patriots. So, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, we just got back from Utah. So, um, a few days ago. And uh, just a lot of running around. I didn't get to go to the showcase. I know a lot of you asked. But uh, hopefully you, next you've been busy, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, moving around the world isn't the easiest thing. And uh, clearing out storage units, and which is what we were doing here. Getting the rest of our stuff that's been in storage for two and a half years because our quote went from 2,500 to 15,000 during that shipping crisis in 2001. So we don't have $15,000 worth of things in the uh, the storage unit in Utah, so we just let it sit there, and I paid it every month. 
for two and a half years, um, almost three years um, before we got to clear all the stuff out. So it's weird because it's kind of like our own weird Christmas of stuff that we being reunited with after almost three years in storage. So I got my hockey pucks back. I got all my jerseys back. So I got my Brizzy jerseys and lots of pucks. Uh, you I'm, got uh, hockey cards? Oh, a lot of hockey cards. I got thousands of goalie cards. Goalie, Excellent. Just goalies. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm going to go through them all because uh, you know, I want to see. What, I'm actually looking at a few of them right now. I got my, um, what is it? My Darren Poopa Tampa Bay Lightning signed one up here. I got my Cujo. Uh, Curtis Joseph, Arizona Coyotes, maybe it was Phoenix back in the day. Uh, his fourth, hundredth win, I got a piece of the net card there. And then I got a Clint Malarchuk um, Buffalo Sabres card signed. So those are the three on my desk amongst eight pucks. Um, I got like Gila Fleur, Gilles Malot. Uh, I'm looking at Jean Sebastian Jaguer. Nice. Uh, Ray Bork, Dave Vanderchuk, Cam Ward, Andy Moog, and uh, Olaf Kolzig, Oli the goalie, are the eight pucks in my display case here. I got like another at least dozen minimum pucks in a box right now, but those are my like big eight. So, yeah, it's, it's weird being reunited with a lot of this stuff, like including my vacuum cleaner, um, the little <laughs> Yuffie, um, my goalie pads. It's It's... We're still unpacking, man. But yeah, it's it's been crazy, and the action's been crazy, and and football's been crazy. And I tell you, even before we break into hockey and talk about some of the uh, outstanding players from the USPHL after dark, um, football, man, what do you think? It's just been—I saw some crazy plays in the past week. I mean, certainly certain teams that you know you would think heading into their games have that had no shot at winning and come away with a win, um, whether it's Pittsburgh in yesterday's game or Seattle on Monday night, man, it's been, it's been interesting. I, I mean, I'm still like, as a, as a Niners fan, like I'm still, you know, we very wary of a lot of teams around the league, but at the same time, I'm still like, I'm glad that I'm not in the mess, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. been, it's been a lot of fun to watch for sure. Yeah. I know that the, the bills game, which, I don't know, man. Like, I, I guess I've been a Bills fan so long that, I mean, it's been my whole life. But, like, in the last I 20-something years when we sucked uh, prior to the last, like, few years, I was just used to Buffalo Bills games 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Since landing back on this continent in late October, mid-October, late October, I don't know if I've been on this continent because I have flown back to Europe since. When the Bills have had a 1 p.m. game on a Sunday. <laughs> it's just, it's, they have Sundays, they have Saturdays, Thursdays, Monday nights, Sunday night. I mean, I mean, it's, or they have the Sunday late game. I'm like, when do we get all these weird timed games? And so I got a Saturday night football game. And I tell you what, Chris Collinsworth, I think, said it best on that broadcast with the, with the way it was ending and, and Buffalo Bills fans being like, eh. We'll wait till the game's over. He's like, because if, if anybody knows about heartbreak better, it's, it's Buffalo Bills fans. Because we know how to lose a game in the last second on the last play. That's just our gift to the world. And um, I tell you what, when San Diego started throwing that ball around, I could see San Diego. I don't care what you guys call yourselves. You're the San Diego Chargers. The Chargers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's San Diego. And so when San Diego started throwing that ball around, I'm just like, it's going to happen again. 
it's going to. It's uh, this is how we lose. This is how Buffalo loses. You know, like how we almost lost with the Kansas City game had a uh, whatever his name was not been offside and. Oh, All yeah. the little drama that folded off of that. Like, you got multiple Super Bowls. You're multiple-time MVP. You know, like, pull up your big boy pants there, Mahomes, and, uh, you know, chalk up to the fact that you lost on a fair play. And I know I'm really late to the call on that one, but I don't think we talked about it before. But I'm just like, look, the amount of times we've been robbed, we get used to it. Like, it's not fair. That was fair. And then he was still making a stink. So, Lost so many people's respect that day. I'm just like, just say good game, man. Like people get robbed yeah. all the time. Even even if you did get robbed, even if you did, which you didn't, just suck it up, man. Suck it up, Buttercup. I mean, like it's it's not the end of the world. You're still what packing in what fifty million a year playing football. Shut the hell up and play the game, man. Like I mean, there's so many there's so many calls across sports across all all four major sports or whatever sports that the audience whatever you watch where there's bad calls that ruin a game for you and there's yes. a difference between that and something that was legitimately the right call and it got called yep. and you just don't agree with it that's like you don't have a leg to stand on here and you just look like an idiot like stop yeah. stop acting this way like why are you doing this <laughs> Yeah, I mean, crap calls happen all the time. I don't know. I think Indianapolis lost today. Yeah, uh, yeah, not on a crap call. Who? No, they did lose on a crap call. But I, I saw, I saw a play, and I mean, they only showed it quickly on NFL Red Zone. But if there's ever a pass interference call, the the, the defender just straight up tripping the wide receiver. I'm like, oh, well, that's yeah. pass interference, and it wasn't even called. I'm like, okay, that's. That's blatant, though. Like, I'm not rooting for Andy. I'm rooting against it. So it worked out for me. Go Atlanta in that situation. But I'm like, that was blatant. I do remember that play. And that should have yeah. – I mean, I don't care if you accidentally trip yourself and you still accidentally trip someone else. That That's pass interference. Like, Yeah, that's interference. That's <laughs> Whether it was intentional or not, you know, <laughs> it's like – it's pass interference. You tripped over yourself. And so if you did that and you can't control your own feet, or honestly, the, that terrible, terrible turf that they keep making NFL players play on, as well as now college players and such. And get rid of it, guys. Everybody wants grass. We want the mud. We want the grass. We want healthy NFL players. Like, I'm not going to get into the that's turf. That's what we really discussion. want. Yeah, that's truthfully. Like, look at the amount. Like, this is the year of the backup. And there's a reason for that. And I think a big part of that is turf. I think turf is absolute garbage and they need to correct it. They need to turn back the grass. That's what it's all about. That's what we all grow up playing on. Nobody grows up playing on artificial turf unless, I mean, I guess there's probably high schools out there where you do. And I apologize for that in advance because that sucks. You should be playing on grass. It's softer. It's better for your body. It's better for your bones. It's, it's definitely not good for your lungs. Uh, all that garbage that comes off the turf. It's uh, There's something to be said about those old school games, but, you know, the guy's slipping on the mud and just the conditions taking over. That's what we grow up playing on. So, I don't know. Old man rants. But <laughs> Some good points made. I, I did yeah, play I on, so. uh, on turf in high school for soccer. Um, How was it? I don't remember. I mean, I our team was not good, and I wasn't as well. So, you know, you don't remember the bad times, you know kind of situation <laughs> yeah i'm all about 
just going back to grass, I think uh, I think the NFLPA, if I don't know, is it the same thing as the NHLPA in terms of is it the NFLPA? Is it the Player it Association? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, it shows how little I still know about a lot of things. I think that the the president of the NFLPA is uh, fighting for um, grass turf because I think he was a player for about 10 plus years. But yeah, I think um, when, when players have to start being concerned about playing on turf versus grass, you probably got a problem. But again, a lot of these owners don't give a don't give a crap. Um, it's all about the bottom dollar like they're the, like every other CEO out there. Um, they're making the top bucks when no one else is making anything. But let's move into something happy. Merry exactly. Yuletide, everybody. <laughs> it's a good old Yule time of year. It's a, it's awesome. It's I mean, here there's no snow. I see Christmas lights on the house nearby, but uh, that's, that's about it. It's uh, not much snow here, which I think is the only downfall. I like it when hopefully in the summer when it's nice um, and cool. I'll be enjoying it, but in the winter, I'd like at least it be cold enough to snow. But yeah, yeah you, you have to pick and choose your things. It's this weird Pacific Northwest thing we got going on where it's been like when it's been raining, it hasn't been cold enough. And when it's been cold enough, it's not raining. So it's it's like I, I know that people, especially in this town, are really, really like weirded out that, that Mount Ashland doesn't have any snow right now. So. I don't, I don't know if or when that's going to change, but um, I don't think it's going to get any better, man. But let's yeah. not go down that dark rabbit <laughs> hole. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that, de- that depressing dark rabbit hole. Uh, I know the whole time, like our drive down to Salt Lake City this week and then back up. I've never driven through so much fog in my life, and that was a good seventeen-hour one-way trip. Um, I mean, double gripping the wheel. Which I rarely do. I'm I'm a I'm a single hand driver, which is also not the safe way to drive people. Ten and two. If your tire blows, you're safer than kids. Don't to listen to Chris. Drive. We never yeah, do. So anyways, don't listen but to me. don't don't listen to Chris, especially right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't listen to me. Don't drive with but I was double gripping. The I didn't have in a lot of these situations very far I couldn't see very far ahead. And you know, there's multiple accidents this past week in I think Michigan and Louisiana and such with, with fog driving and I'm like, if I can't see, I'm not driving 80 miles an hour. I'm driving as fast as I, I can go so that if I see anything, I can stop or swerve. Exactly. Um, so especially when you're driving a, a U-Haul with all your stuff in it. So um, you drove all the way back guess, from, from Utah to, to Vancouver area. Yep. Drove down, grabbed the U-Haul here from uh, Vancouver Island, uh, took the ferry over, drove all the way down to Salt Lake City, drove all the way back. Damn. Um, we're here. We're getting settled in. We've been unboxing, uh, trying to figure out where certain items we thought we owned went. So Yeah. Such is I life. I totally but, understand that. Yeah, it's it's been a weird few years, but hopefully we can we can stabilize here and I can get my PR and we can move on from there. So... Let's talk about some uh, junior hockey players in the USPHO West because coming out of the uh, uh, the Vegas Showcase, there were some in- incredible performances. I got to catch a couple games. Honestly, our move was over the NCDC and the USPHO uh, after dark showcases. It couldn't have been I'm, – I'm, I would have been like literally – I just would have hunkered down and watched games, but our move was smack dab in the middle of it. The first game of NCDC showcase games, the first day of it, I managed to catch. And after that, we were driving 
So it was really disappointing time to be doing all of this. It was right during the showcases, but I caught a little bit of action um, and uh, and look at some stuff. And so I'm uh, thinking it's going to be a uh, pretty good show here. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll start as we always do from the blue line. Uh, who are the USPHL After Dark Defenders of the Month for December? Well, our defenders in the month for, for December is going to be the 05 from the San Diego Sabres out of Quebec, Jacob Tarian. Uh, in eight games played, he put up eight assists. And number nine, Hudson Whitney from the Bakersfield Roughnecks, the 04 from Scottsdale, Arizona. In 10 games played, put up a couple assists. And again, those, again with some of these stats, they're defenders. Their number one key aspect is to defend. So we're not a 100% stats-based uh, choice selection. It's, again, between games played, information we receive. St- statistics are included, but it's not the driving force. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's a, there's multiple factors that determine our lists. So, um, yeah, so the Taryn and then Whitney there. And then at number eight, Noah Starr up from the Bellingham Blazers, the 04 or the 05, I'm sorry, out of Arlington, Washington, and eight games played, also had a couple assists. At number seven, Ian Flick, welcome back again, Ian Flick, because uh, I know he went through a, a medical issue uh, during the season and missed about a full month. Um, but it's it's good to see him back on the ice. I think he returned in late November, and uh, he uh, he's definitely just got right back to where he, where he left off there with Long Beach. Uh, he's the 03 out of Lakewood, California, and seven games played, put up an assist. At number six, Nicholas Modlin, the 04 from the Bakersfield Roughnecks out of Phoenix, Arizona, and 10 games played, put up two goals and two assists. And number five, Emilio Rodriguez, again, another one out of Bakersfield there. And I think it's Saguenay, Quebec. Uh, Saguenay, Quebec. So, Emil, uh, reach out because I'm probably screwing that up. In 10 games played, he also had a pair of assists and a pair of goals. At number four, Blaze Emminghouse from your Rogue Valley Royals, the 04 out of Breckenridge, Colorado. In seven games played, put up a goal and three assists. At number three, Stephen Blangino, the 03 from the Fresno Monsters out of Perbam, Shekia. In nine games played, had four goals and 15 assists. And at number two, Peter Kanapka from Seattle, the 03 out of Kalispell, Montana. In nine games played, put up two goals and seven assists. And who is the Pigeonhole Hockey Podcast USPHL After Dark Defender of the Month for December? That is going to be none other than the 04 out of Sweden from the San Diego Sabres, Tim Gradin. Uh, in eight games played, he put up five goals and nine assists, but most importantly, played defenseman. <laughs> again, we're not the uh, – again, I forget every single podcast what the name of that award is for defenseman. Oh, the Norris. Yeah, the Norris. I just – if you just want to award the offensive defenseman, man, go for it. Like we're play defense first. And if you can contribute, if you can contribute points, contribute points. But uh, if you can't do your first job, don't do the second job. I know, he, I know a lot of his teammates certainly shouted him out for, I think he won player of the week. I want to say. Uh, Tim Gritty? Yeah. For, oh. um, for that, for their division this past week, I want to say uh, after the showcase, because he had a great, great performance there. So. Not surprising at all that he's he's number one for this week or for this month. Yeah, not shocking at all. I mean, he's been a great addition to the Sabres roster. Now, again, he does his job on the blue line first and, uh, you know, also acquires those points. So, I mean, based off of what I've seen, the very limited <laughs> I've seen this month, 
Um, but looking at stats and, and the other factors that are included with that, um, you know, uh, really impressed with the, with his play so far uh, in the USPHL. So, Sam, who are our top 10 USPHL after dark forwards of the month for December? All righty. So we're going to start at number 10 from the Casper Roughnecks, the 04 from LaGrange Park, Illinois, Marco Sechka, who put up five points, including four goals and an assist in nine games played. Uh, at number nine, we got from the San Diego Sabres, an 07 from Riviere de Loup, Quebec. Uh, Justin Ouellette put up 17 points in nine games played, 10 goals, seven assists. Great month for him. From the Bakersfield Roughnecks, at number eight, we got the 04 from, how do you say that city exactly? I'm going to say it's L'Assumption, Quebec, but I could be wrong, Theo. L'Assumption? L'Assumption, Quebec. <laughs> Theo Fauché uh, put up six points in 10 games played, three goals, three assists. From the Fresno Monsters at number seven, the 0-3 from Sweden. Emil Louvre put up 12 points, two goals, 10 assists in seven games played. At number six from the Lake Tahoe Lakers, the 0-3 out of Airdrie, Airdrie Alberta. Uh, yeah, go Airdrie. Let's Airdrie, go Alberta. Yeah, Aldri- Airdrie sounds... Sounds wrong. It just sounds wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Airdrie, Alberta. Austin Tessier put up 10 points, four goals, six assists, and seven games played. At number five from the Seattle Totems, the 06 from Rancho Cucamonga, California. Seth Morris put up 12 points, seven goals, five assists, and nine games played. At number four from the Fresno Monsters, 03 from Skelleftia, Sweden. Oliver Berlin Silstrom put up 18 points. Nine goals, nine assists in nine games played. At number three from the Ontario Reign, the 04 out of Fontana, California, Tristan Friedman, who put up 11 points, three goals, eight assists in seven games played. At number two, a familiar face from the San Diego Sabres, the 03 out of uh, Swiss American from Harrison, New York, Mario Paganini, put up 25 points in nine, nine goals, 16 <laughs> assists in six games played. That's he just bonkers has, numbers. <laughs> he has been on a tear. I mean, he had a great Mario's showcase. Been a, yeah, he had an amazing showcase. I mean, he was lighted up at the showcase. I mean, 25 points. Uh, just just an absolutely outstanding, you know, he's been a previous guest of this podcast. We follow him closely there. But, uh, I mean, he's just absolutely lighting it up right now. Um, so, uh, I'd imagine that uh, – you know, a tier two should be looking, I'm just saying. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, an unbelievable showcase for Mario, and definitely some tier two teams should hopefully be be ringing his phone up or something like that. But, Chris, who is the Pigeonol Hockey USPHL After Dark Forward of the Month for December? Well, uh, that's going to be his teammate from the San Diego Sabres, the 05 from Maribel, Quebec, and that's going to be Tristan Frazado. In eight games played, he put up nine goals and 12 assists. And again, just been another great addition to the San Diego Sabres roster. Uh, they made a couple really amazing acquisitions. You know, we're first of all talking uh, about Tim Cardine, right? I mean, he's just been a great addition. And uh, Frazado and Paganini have also been another amazing addition. So um, San Diego so far leading the way uh, on our on our awards this month. But uh, yeah, congratulations, Tristan Frazado. Yeah, and I just wanted to clarify that I pulled up the Instagram for the USPHL and for the Pacific Division, both Frazado and Great Gradine uh, won the the Players of the Week for this past week from uh, 
from the showcase. There it is. So, so it not shocking. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they've they've been great additions to San Diego, and and you know been a big reason is to uh, like their successes of late. So um, you know it's an up and down season. I know San Diego's had that, but uh, they've been great additions to the the Sabres roster, and I know uh, the coaching staff there, who's also been on this podcast recently, should be very happy with uh, with the way their team's been playing as of late. But first, let's take a moment to recognize the sponsor for this episode, and that's going to be DraftKings. Bet the action on the ice with the DraftKings Sportsbook. In fact, if you check out, there's a lot of hockey action today. My Buffalo Sabres host the Boston Bruins, and then you got some late games, including Colorado at Arizona, Winnipeg at Chicago, and Vegas at Anaheim. So download the app now and use code THPN. New customers get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling prom? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for prom gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. We want to again thank DraftKings for sponsoring this episode. But uh, Sam... We're going to move into the best position in all of sports, and that's the <laughs> goaltenders. So who are the top 10 USPHL After Dark goalies in the month for December? All right. So at number 10, we're going to start with Seattle from the Totems. Uh, the 04 from West Vancouver, British Columbia, Karsten Shrimpton. Yeah, Karsten has been had a great month, stopping 107 of 118 shots faced for a 907 in three games played with a 1-2 record. Uh, just again, just been playing really, really good hockey uh, since he's joined Seattle. And so number 10 this month. All right. To number nine from the San Diego Sabres, the 07 American netminder, Stepan Vidernikov. Yeah, Stepan, man. He has been just killing it. 109 stops on 116 shots for a 9-4-0 in three games played and a perfect 3-0 record. Uh, again, just one of those. Uh, I think Verdenico's been there the entire season. He's been just getting a little bit more starts as of late. Um, but uh, when he's starting, he's winning. So uh, great job there by Verdenikov. Uh, and like we've said before, so many of these teams have like a three-headed like goaltending rotation, basically. So, you know, if, if they only get three games played in a month, that's how many they get. But if they make a 9-4 save percentage, then that's that's a great month. <laughs> Yeah, because, I, I mean, there's 40 goalies that, that suited up in the USPHO West just this month alone. Um, again, I track every one of y'all's every game, so I'm aware. There were 40 of you that suited up uh, for the 12 teams. So I, the three-headed monster makes a lot of sense. But back to our list, we're going to go to number eight from the Fresno Monsters, the 04 from Arnold, Missouri, Ethan Jordan. Yeah, so Ethan uh, only faced 94 shots this month, but stopped 90 of them in three games played, including a shutout and a two-and-one record. So um, probably the least amount of shots on this list this month. But, uh, I mean, stopping 90 of 94, if I face 94, I'm letting at least 13 in. (laughs) (laughs) Did you calculate the numbers on the save percentage there? I'm very curious because that's a hell of a month right there. 
Yeah, yeah. He should have he should be a nine five seven this month. Oh my. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> At number seven from the Rogue Valley Royals, the 04 from Brownstown, Michigan, Isaac Colossa. Yeah, he's had another great month, stopping 120 of 133 shots for a 902 in four games played and a full deck of one, one, and one. I think he was even called into a game, but uh, one, one, and one this month, but a really, really good month for Isaac. Yeah, absolutely. He played all, all the guys who played. I mean, we talked about the last podcast, the guys who played against Tahoe. All three games were very close. All three goalies played very well. So another great month from Isaac. At number six, from the Bakersfield Roughnecks, the 04 from Peoria, Arizona, Connor Duminil. Yeah, Connor again, another great month, stopping 268 of 297 shots for a oh 902 in eight games played. He got an assist uh, and, and a one in six record. But again, it's not uh, the record doesn't dictate the goaltender's play there. Uh, Bakersfield had a little bit of a rough month here, but uh, Connor was playing outstanding. Amazing stats right there. Um, and number five from the Bellingham Blazers, the 03 from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Joseph Miller. Yeah, Joe Miller, 135 saves of 149 shots for a 906 and four games played in the one and two record. I don't know if he's probably at least mentioned on his podcast at least once before, maybe early in the season. Because again, uh, until Revis was traded, it was kind of, you know, Revis, Sharma, and, and Miller in net there. You know, tough to get tough to get ice time there in Bellingham with the jet and another three headed monster. And uh, but uh, with with Kai Revis being recently traded, you know, which we'll be talking about here very shortly, Joe Miller is probably going to get a few more starts. Yeah, absolutely. Number four from the Casper Roughnecks, the 05 from Surrey, British Columbia, none other than Kai Revis. Yeah, Kai, as we we're just talking about, just recently traded. He started the month with Bellingham, and I think one of his uh. Four games played, if not two of his four games played, were for, I think one of his four games played was for Bellingham, but the, the remaining games were played for Casper, his new team. And he stopped 202 of 221 shots for a 914 and a 1-2-1 one, record. Just, again, always, I, I don't think there's been a month on this podcast yet. It's, maybe it'll happen. I don't know. Uh, it might happen if he leaves the USPHL at any point, but I think Kai Rivas is the only player not just goalie. I think he's the only player mentioned every single month since we started our awards. He's made at least the top 10 goaltender of the month every month. So no shocker. He's here again at four. It makes sense for sure. At number three, we're going to go to Fresno again from the Fresno Monsters. The 05 from, wow, that's a heck of a t- town name. Um, <laughs> Wataskawin, Wataskawin, Alberta. Devin Degenstein. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you there. What Tasquin sounds good, uh, but yeah, the 05 there. He stopped 96 of 103 uh, and four games played for a two and two record and a 932 save percentage. So just a really, I mean, he's been very close uh, the last month or two for getting on the list. And this month, not only does he make it, he's top three. So uh, congratulations, Devin. Great month from him for sure. At Number two from the Bellingham Blazers, the 03 from Delta, British Columbia, Rahul Sharma. Yeah, last month's winner, this month's runner-up, 140 of 150 shots saved, 933 save percentage, four games played, including a shutout and a 1-3 record. Sharma just picked up where he left off. Great month for him again. And who is the Pigeonhole Hockey 
USPHL After Dark Goalie of the Month for December, Chris? Uh, it's going to be none other than from the Lake Tahoe Lakers, the 04 from Lavar, France, Thibault Diviac, stopping 166 of 177 shots for a 938 save percentage in five games played with a 3 1 and 1 record. Uh, you even got to see him live this month, didn't you, Sam? Yeah, he played very well in uh, in his appearances against Rogue Valley. Um, I think that he, I think he played both of the final two games, and the Royals won the first one in OT, but then he shut things down in the second game that he played in. So, um, not surprising at all. He was actually the other player from the Pacific Division to win Player of the Week <laughs> last week. So I wasn't sure if he was on this list at all, but so now it makes say. now it makes sense. <laughs> so the, our players of the month are literally the current players of the week for the USPHL West, or it's at a, least Pacific. Yeah, for, just from the Pacific Division. Yes. <laughs> wow. Very yeah, impressive. Good. I know you didn't coordinate with them, but you. I you never do. Hit, no, the, hit the nail on the head. USPHL and the Dan K Show. Come on, Dan Lucas. Um, you know, they, we, we chatted a few times, but, uh, no, none of this is coordinated. It'd be, uh, you know, I'm always available boys. I'm, uh, I'm here. So, but, uh, but no, I mean, they've been all these, all these gentlemen had great months, uh, and most recently again, Seabold, you know, it's tough being away from home, being all the way across the world. And, uh, I mean, not only playing in another country, playing on the opposite side of the country. He's not just six hours away from home. He's nine hours away from home. And he's, yeah, he's putting long, on a show over there in Lake Tahoe. Longer yeah. flight, for sure. Um, <laughs> yes, actually, it is. <laughs> uh, Sharma even got player of the week for the Northwest Division. So uh, so now you're just nailing. You've got four out of six correct so far. <laughs> All right, where did Pags finish then? Did Pags finish up there? He should have. No, because it was Frisato for the Pacific Division. Ah, uh, okay. Where'd Kanopka land? I'm looking at my top twos for <laughs> No, I went to uh, Oliver Melnichuk from Bellingham. Okay, yeah, great player, honestly. And then, Melnichuk and then, is uh Oh sorry, and then my boy Tyler Hansen for the for the forwards of the Northwest Division. Yeah, I mean again, it's Tyler Hansen. Uh <laughs> I think this might be the first month he hasn't made the list for us this year. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I keep an annual tracking roster, so um, that way it's really easy for me to pick the players of the year based off the points given. And I do. I, I definitely – and for you VIJHL listeners listening, because we're probably going to just drop in a few more names because we're going to shift to a top 10 for the VIJHL. Uh, me and Sam were talking. And considering there's only one team shy of what we're covering in the USPHL after dark, um, a top 10 just seems like – far more fitting and I've, I've always tracked the top 10 plus players but we just had top fives for the v and um yeah so we're gonna we're gonna break that into a top 10 those players that haven't been mentioned yet still have points so yeah, yeah we'll see how the end of the year rolls i mean it's it's been a it's been a weird year for me not only in the podcast but in all of this moving but just out of curiosity just to get back to the goalies for a split second did you ever get a hold of Bryson and figure out if that was his goal or not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Bryson mentioned he didn't he didn't score it, but he said he got credited for it. I think he would might have been the last player. I have to go back and watch the game. But Did they uh, throw in their he, own net then? They'd had to have. There's no other yeah. way. He would be the last <laughs> player on the team to get touched the puck for him to be credited with the goal. So, yeah, Bryson Stern with a goalie goal. And a power um, play goalie goal somehow at the showcase. <laughs> yeah. 
how much even better, man? I don't like. I don't even have points for a power play goalie goal. <laughs> like, because it doesn't exist. Because until now, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'd have to look. I'd have to go back and watch. There's a few things I have to go back and watch because there. I like to notice those anomalies when I'm going through stats sometimes on games I didn't catch and be like, okay, this player got kicked out at this time. I want to see what happens. You know. Yeah, I like the hockey drama. But yeah, it's been it's been a crazy week. It's been this is the last podcast, uh, unless something happens. The last pot the last podcast of 2023. Our next podcast won't drop until the new year. And that should be the VIJHL VIJHL uh standouts of the month. But yeah, Sam, it's been a crazy year. You joined our podcast this year. Yeah, it's the beginning just, of the year. <laughs> yeah, literally. Was it January, February? February? It was, it was sometime in January uh, that you guys did interviewed me, which I was very appreciative of. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Like I can't, I don't even know how many episodes I've done this point, but it feels like it's got to be approaching like thirty, which feels pretty incredible to just uh, get that under my belt for the year. And um, it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun chirping Steve and and uh, and Heath and all the other guys and. Doing the fantasy league has been a lot of fun, of course, and uh, it's uh, yeah. You're leading. You're leading pretty hard right now. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to say that, but thank you. Uh, no but, problem. Uh, thank you for uh, for a fun year, Chris. No, no, thank you for jumping on. I mean, it was just kind of one of those natural fits when you jumped on that uh, you were going to be a good addition to the the Pigeonhole Hockey Podcast team. You know, we've had Stephen Sebastian pretty pretty hard over the last couple of years and they rotate in and out based off how their lives are going. And you kind of wrote you and Heath kind of rotated in, you know, late, I guess early in the year. Yeah. And uh, it's great because when timing doesn't work out for one co-host, it works out for another at this way, there's no pressure. And that's what's a, that's what the benefit is. It's, it's supposed to be fun. We're supposed to have fun with the podcast. And, you know, if people are starting to get stressed out to record a podcast, that's what's the point. We're not getting paid for it. <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> You know, um, we, we want to have fun with it. We want to keep it fun. And uh, when people like, if we can have all five podcasts hosts and co-hosts on at the same time, that's the goal. But it's never happened. Uh, we're <laughs> lucky. I think we've gotten close to just like three out of five. We had four, four one time. That one time yeah. with, uh, with Justin. The draft. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think four is as close as we've ever gotten. We haven't had the whole, but we haven't had Sebastian, I think, was a solo man out there. So it's uh no, it's it's been a fun year, and we look forward to even more next year, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but we want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date. This is the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Chris and Sam. Have a great day, hockey fans. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.